Good, good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, Heavenly Places. I'm your host, uh, Jameer, along here with uh, Dorothy. And this evening, I wanted to talk about um, population control. Actually, I wanted to talk about it last, last week, but I wanted to talk about the different ways that uh, they have uh, used the use to control the population. But actually, before I get into any of it, let me open up in a uh, prayer. Father, we thank you for another day. We thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We ask you, Father Lord, that your Holy Spirit will lead us, guide us, and direct us, and give us revelation, Father, on us. This teaching, Father Lord, of what we should do, Father Lord, how we should live our lives, so Father, what we should pray about. Um, and I guess what specifically you, you want us to do with uh, this information, Father Lord, or this revelation that you are uh, giving the listeners, Father Lord, and also giving to us, Father. We thank you for your uh, and in, uh, your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. Please stand for transgression. We know without without him, Father Lord, without you sending him, uh, because of your great love that uh, everything in this world, or, I mean, nothing would be really worth anything. It would be worth living if, if you uh, didn't send him, Father, but we have a hope in him, and I, I just thank you for that. Thank you for your goodness, your grace, mercy, and ministering to everyone who's listening, ministering even to us, Father. Well, we thank you for your many blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, so this this evening, this day, I wanted to talk about, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, population control and uh, why it's very, very bad, actually. And some of the, the foundational scriptures I wanted to use is actually... Uh, and the, the first one is uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Genesis 1, verse 27. Um, and I'll read the New International Version. It says, so God created mankind in his own image, in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. That's the B version. Also, I wanted to read uh, King, King James Version also. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, in the image of God created he him, in the image, excuse me, image of God created he him, male and female created he them, I'm sorry, he them. So here we have uh, that uh, mankind, basically uh, Genesis 1 verse 27 is saying that we are uh created in the image of God. So unlike uh, all of our Father God's um, other creations, you know, the planets, the raccoons, the whales, um, chimpanzees, orangutans, um, all of those were created, I guess he uses his imagination that maybe they might have different attributes of God or things within them that point to God. It says that, that all creation, you know, uh, or when 
mankind looks at creation, they should know that there there is a God just by the creation of and animals, but none of them um, were created in the uh, image of God. So out of all of uh, our Father's creation, um, no matter what part of the earth you were born in, which generation you were born in, um, everyone thinks their generation is the best generation. Like the uh, baby boomers, generation X, millennials, um, no matter what generation you are, those are just labels we give ourselves. He doesn't. He calls his children. <laughs> That's the title he gives. He gives us. But anyway, we were all created in His image of God, and um, and so basically saying that that uh, we are uh, very valuable in our Father's eyes, and He uh, does not like the dis- destruction of man. Um, whether it be through uh, war, uh, intentional uh, medical uh, procedures, such as like abortion, um, and even different types of medication and prescriptions that uh, make people, uh, women, make women, uh, I've seen this documentary called What is a Woman, but to make women infertile, and that brings me to the other scripture I wanted to share. God blessed them. This is, uh, I'm sorry, I have to read. This is Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Genesis 1, verse 28. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, the birds and skies, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So here, uh, our Father God is saying, be fruitful, multiply. And basically, he's saying, um, with with everything that's on this earth, besides like the, the uh, trees, the vegetations, and all that, multiplying those, but he's talking about people also filling the earth, the entire earth. Um, because when the people are, are filled the earth, it's almost like... Uh, because we created the image of our Father, well, we have the image of God everywhere, all over the earth, you know, as we are being uh, fruitful and and multiplying. But a lot of times uh, with certain religious traditions and some many occultic ones, they have all these other images that they call God. You know, some people make totem poles and they call the owl God or or they make different, like the, the image of Baal uh, God, and sometimes they make people guys. I mean, they they are the image, but we're supposed to be the image that points to him, not the image that points to all our own selves. Like uh, Mary, they make statues of Mary and many of the uh, the saints, um, Paul and Peter and all those kind of things. They, we have images of those, and uh, people are going up to praying to them, but there is, of course, no middleman that uh, our Father is uh, who, should, who we should pray to directly. And then we have other cultural things and people praying as Buddhist statues, all kinds of 
things like uh, uh, Sagittarius and all, all these other wicked things that people are praying to. Um, and people say that those are the images of God, but uh, those are not images images of God. You know, those are images of false gods. Um, we have those all around the world. People are worshiping, praising them, suffering them when uh, they should not be. And by doing that, not only are they... Uh, when they exalt those things, they're not only the exalting Father, but they also are uh, making themselves lower to what uh, Father God actually created created a man to be, you know. But how this all ties into uh, population control, there, there were several different ways I thought I would, could approach this, but a, a few notes that I have, is one of the things actually we're, we're seeing quite rampantly uh, these days is uh, through medical science um, as far as population control. I mean, I've, I've seen so many videos, <laughs> so many videos. We have all these different scientific experts, um, philosophers, psychologists, and they are um, – all saying basically what they're saying is uh that the world is overpopulated, so they're giving these messages so you can watch them, you can google them, you can look them up on youtube there there are there are um they're in a sense they're indoctrinating or teaching these uh principles uh within our university walls and high school. I'm not sure if they get made it I'm pretty sure they probably have made it to the middle school level, but there are TED talks. And all these different seminars and workshops about the earth being overpopulated, that we don't have enough resources to go food to go around vegetations. And actually they're saying, well, just by humans breathing, they're, uh, that we are intoxicating the air and that, we're, that we are um, going to uh, destroy the earth, you know. Um, we, we ourselves just besides the regular pollution that we're doing, which is it, which is pollution is that, you know, there's a lot of schools and all that saying that, but also they go so deep that they're saying that like the human, like when we breathe out, you know, that we're also contaminating, we're destroying trees and that. Um, some, some scientists and scholars, they go that far. But what they're doing is kind of, uh, I subliminally, like a subliminal message they're sending to people like, oh, man, it's, it's even though they're saying it overtly where everyone can plainly hear it and understand it, but it's almost, it's, it's like subliminal also where people have these ideas in the back of their head, like that the uh, earth is overpopulated and pretty soon it's going to be even more overpopulated because right now the population of the earth is over 7 billion people. 7 billion people, they estimated, um, approaching 8 billion quickly, um, and, uh, and even more than that. So uh, anyway, they got this message going around and it's echoing throughout the chamber halls, throughout the walls, throughout our communities that uh, they were running out of uh, resources. So we have crazy scientists, if you want to call them scientists, crazy doctors, well, they're doing 
they're doing, I mean, it's, it's not really funny. Actually, it's quite evil and wicked. They're doing, um, but they they call it, uh, in their mind, I guess, I'm assuming it. Some, well, some people are wicked. They're just doing it anyway. But then you have other people, well, they see it as the greater good as far as um, eliminating people um, through uh, experimentations like the vaccine. You know, we have people um, that are dying, not just from this recent vaccine, but vaccines even before this, you know. It's just a, a lot of things are being uh, uncovered. If you, uh, it was a video I actually watched over a nation in Africa. I can't remember the nation now. But Dorothy, she had sent me the video, and they were doing all kind of things that was leading to uh, what they call help, helping, helping the earth to not be overpopulated. And that's basically like genocide, killing people and making a, a woman and, and fertile. And they do this through different types of medications, and they say, uh, say uh, this is uh, not only is it helping society, but it's helping your community because you're not really uh, educated enough or, or smart enough to, to, ha- to handle uh, a child. Um, and that's one of the things here over at uh, United States of America, um, we have these uh, Planned Parenthood clinics, and the majority of them are in a lower income and in black communities. And the lady who actually founded uh, portion of the Planned Parenthood, she was actually a racist. Um, she really did not like black people. And one way she could have actually, I guess, sell an idea without being totally uh, racist, like, hey, you you guys are having these uh, these children, and you you're not smart enough to uh, to handle them, or you don't have again the thing of enough resources um, to, to handle them properly. So uh, why don't you just go ahead and we're, we're just going to plan it out, and you're not ready yet, so we're just going to eliminate um, this child, even though they or this. They call it fetus, but it is it's a life. So that particularly here in the United States of America, we see um, actually the, the African-American community, we have different uh, cultures coming here um, from India, uh, different Latin communities, Hispanic people, Mexican people, they come in here. And we see how uh, their population is uh, growing. The Asian community is growing. A lot of those communities are growing, but we have a, uh, it seems like it's specifically targeted. I mean, no, abortion is, is not only limited to just, just one color or race or population control, but it seems like it was specifically targeted to uh, the communities of, a, of a black people, and um, their population has uh, really not grown like it, it should have or like it, it was uh, projected to be. And that is one of the reasons because uh, that is a way that we are we, um, killing ourselves. We're killing the next generation. We are killing um, future scientists, future athletes. You know, it's, it's very sad, but they, they sell it as if 
no, you're you're actually uh, pl- planning it out, you know. And you do have to be wise, you know. I'm not saying that um, there are people like who uh, who um, let's see, there are people who who are very young and they they probably are not able to uh, care for the child, you know, in such a way with the resources not to kill the soul. To kill, kill that child. There are other ways. There's adoption. There's other family getting involved. There's so many options, but this Planned Parenthood thing has been touched so much in our community here, but not just here, but abroad. We see it in different ways, and we see it overtly because we have like microscopes here where they can still they can get away with a lot of things here, but over overseas, you know, they can get away with much, much, much more stuff, much more evil, much more devious things, uh, what they do to uh to control the population. And uh, Dorothy, if you, I, I want you to if you can say something also about that video that you have sent me. Yeah, what they were doing with that video is they were disguising the um infertility drug in a tetanus shot. So that's how they were getting away with that. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I'm going to say, don't let it fool you. It's just that's the first place they try it, and then they bring it over here. I mean, I don't even want to get a tetanus shot anymore. Not that I, you know, I'm a little old to be having babies, but um, they're putting so much stuff. They're, um, and it's not as if that's the first experiment they've done on people. I don't know if, if people are aware of the forced sterilization of, people with Down syndrome and people um, with IQs lower than the elite think is appropriate, you know? Yeah. That's been going on for It's a lot of that going on, yes. And also, I mean, look at the Tuskegee experiment. All those people who suffered just... The scientists could see the best way for syphilis to kill people. I mean, really? So, I mean, you know, I know it's hard to look at. It's hard to face that that this evilness is going on, but it is. So, be careful of these shots. Even like you said, the other vaccines. That I think it's the MMR that causes a lot of autism. Yeah. So and and yeah, it really monkey just pox? destroys the DNA. Yes, the monkeypox. Yeah. The monkeypox is a side effect of some of the um vaccines and and more specifically the latest jab. Um peer-reviewed studies on the jab now that this is heavy stuff. It's very upsetting. Um, the jab, even above and beyond all the other stuff it does to you, 
and then it lowers sperm motility for six months at a time, which is probably why they are pushing these boosters every six months. You know, so they don't just attack the women, they attack the men too. Yep, yes, they they do, yes. Um Another um, thing that I that I seen when I was uh, doing my uh, research, actually, I want to pull up this other scripture really quick. And it's about the the uh, it's uh, Matthew eighteen. This is a uh, one to five. It's, uh, it says, children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring, offspring a reward for him, like an arrow. <clears throat> I'm sorry, this is a proper, like an arrow. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is a man whose quiver is full of them. They will not, <clears throat> excuse me, they will not be put to shame. They will not be put to shame when they are content with their opponents in court. So this right here is talking about, uh, um, again, about children. You know, they're, they're trying to uh, destroy destroy the children. They're trying to uh, destroy the next generation. But our father, he, he's the opposite. He, he sees having children. And more children as a uh, as a great blessing for uh, man in this particular fact, but also in uh, a one for women also, you know, great uh, heritage and a great legacy, and even not just like natural, you know, natural. A lot of times we think natural children or whatever that's, but also through things like um, adoption, you know, and, and fostering all those. All those ways, you know, because actually, you know, we we are his children, but then because of that thing, the Adam and Eve, and all that stuff, we have to be uh, become the the Romans talks about our 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 being adopted, you know, into the uh, kingdom because of the consequences, you know, of um, the fall, you know. So all all of these ways, people think like birth is only, but there's so many children that are. And like these foster homes, they're being abused and all that, and they need uh, any parents, you know, any parents. So if you if you if you're in a position, you know, to help them out, you know, go ahead and uh, get bring a few of them home. The more the merrier. That's what this verse is saying. <laughs> That's what the verse is saying. The more the more you have in the quiver, you know, it's going to bless you. Um. So we have these. But we had this battle, this battle that's going on in the world between uh, death, eliminating people, and life, um, and growth. You know, that's that's what the whole battle is um, with the uh, Roe the world versus uh, Wade, and then we have the different states. You know, they're gonna, of course, they're gonna. It's it's not gonna be illegal everywhere. It's still, some states they they're gonna happen. You know. So we still have this battle of uh, life versus 
best. And ultimately, it's what it is. It's just that one, the vaccine, the abortion, those are just uh, tools, you know, to um, stop the, uh, what they call the overpopulation of the uh, earth. You know, and another tool that people kind of don't really see it as a tool is uh, one, one of the main tools that can kill a lot of people really quickly is uh, war. You know, war, like, oh, how is that uh, population control? Well, we have different rulers over these these uh, countries. You know, we have the countries have different presidents. They have chancellors or prime ministers or whatever his title is. But a lot of times these uh, not, I don't want to say in every country, but a lot of these countries, these people who are, Ruling these nations and countries, they're they're just puppets, you know, for uh, globalists or for the elite for their agenda. So sometimes these countries they're getting into conflicts that the people, the citizens of those countries don't necessarily agree with, and but they still, they're not in control, they're not running it. These uh, puppets are running it, and they're getting into these, these uh, battles for for many reasons. It could be for money, for oil. Um, because they're they're bored, but one of the, the five benefits of war is um, people being killed. And of course, the, the globalists uh, they they love it. They love it. The globalists, the elite, they want to bring down the population. They want it to be under a certain level. Um, for many reasons, and it's not really because of uh, the world is running out of resources, you know, because the world the world has plenty of resources. We got seeds. <laughs> you know, the, the scripture I read, read earlier in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, you know, it's talking about all the plants and trees and all those types of things. So there's plenty of food in the earth, and the earth will keep on producing, you know, and they, these uh, people talking about the global warming, and or the climate control and all these kind of things and how we're going to destroy destroy the earth. But guess what? Uh, according to the the Bible, the only way the earth is eliminated is it's eliminated in the end and does eventually go away. But it doesn't go away because anything the man does it goes away because God did it and it goes away because He wants to create a new one. So that's why. So it's not destroyed by some comet flowing off the sky. The earth is. No, a common might hit the earth, you know, but it's not. That's not how the earth is going to be destroyed, and it's not going to be destroyed because we're driving too much, too much gas and all this kind of stuff. And it's not going to be destroyed because it's uh, overpopulated, or it won't even be destroyed from a, a nuclear war. The world, the world will be eliminated or dissolved when the when the father says so, um, when he's ready to, when or during the time that he has set before the foundation of the earth to create the new ones, the new heavens. And a new earth, but this uh, war thing is actually a big thing. Uh, we have had like like some of the minor conflicts, some of the minor wars, and not many people that you know people perish. And if one person dies, that's that's that is too many. But we have like the uh, the Gulf War, we had um, the Vietnam War, and it's it's been way more wars than that. We have different wars constantly going on. And uh, South America and, and, and the continent of Africa, um, 
bit because of the media doesn't really cover them that much and because it's not a geographical regional area we don't really focus on these topics that uh, the United States is involved in because of well we have the biggest military I believe or one of the biggest the biggest in the world. Um so like the Gulf War, the Persian War, all of those type wars, the Vietnam Wars are some of the ones, but we haven't had a major world war, it seemed like World War Two was over in like nineteen forty five or something. So that's been almost uh seventy years, but actually a lot of people, millions of people died from that war. In World War One we had a million people or so died not World War Two. But at the end of World War Two they had invented this thing called uh the nuclear bomb, the atom bomb, and that can kill a lot of people really quickly. Um, and actually, I believe that besides the uh, the vaccine um, and the uh, this, and I know this kind of gets, this is really not a, a really good <laughs> podcast, you know, because everything seems like it's so so bad news. But I believe uh, in Revelation, actually, the Bible says that. Uh, one third of mankind is killed. So we just kind of came up with an uh, estimate of a one third of mankind um, from the population today, seven billion people. Seven, we have over seven billion people. One third of that is uh, two, about two and a half, almost two and a half billion people that could be wiped out, you know, and, um, through the medical stuff. They, they, of course, they. They, um, that particular verse is in uh, Revelation chapter 9, and it talks about people dying, and it's, it basically talks about how they die, and it's like they almost melt, like melting away. And if you look at the description of how people die in nuclear war, well, that's what that's what happened. And um, I believe the, the elite, actually, I believe they want to eliminate half, half of the world's population, but I, I don't believe they'll be successful with that. Um, and they will actually eliminate one-third of the world through uh, nuclear war, though it looks like nations are fighting against each other, and they may have different ideologies and they have different agendas on the surface. That's what we're seeing. But underneath the surface is actually, that's what they're, they're, they're doing because it's like, uh, to me, it's twofold or two reasons uh, for that. One of the reasons is uh, when you have death, when you have fear, when you have chaos in the world, that, that promotes, even what we have now, and it promotes like a certain type of energy in the atmosphere as far as people being sad, people being fearful, um, and who and who wouldn't be? I mean, you have to have the mind of Christ and all those types of things to see above those things. But if you just hear, you just living regular, and, you, and you're in a rat race, you're just trying to survive, and you're seeing all this chaos, and you have no hope, and even for Christian believers, you know, um, it can be uh, a challenge. But if you don't have Christ, you know, in Revelation, I, I don't be here. As far as believers, you know, will be here. But for those who are who are here, it creates like a, a certain dark energy, and I believe that right there, it, it allows uh, whenever you have dark energy, even on a, a smaller level. Um, when you have like a lot of dark, evil, wicked energy around you, it, it allows uh, the kingdom of darkness. It's like 
almost like their energy, their food, where they can move with more power and move with more strength. So they, that's one of the reasons they want to uh, kill people because uh, it gives them more strength, even though the people who they kill may not necessarily be believers, but it gives them more, as we would say down here on Earth, energy. Um, strength to accomplish their evil, dark agenda. Um, another thing is almost like almost really connected to it is uh, when people die and it can be traced back to them. You know, people. some people just die normally. They just die because of uh, old age. You know, but I believe when that people die of other things, this uh, demonically influenced, I believe in a sense it's almost like a uh, a sacrifice to their God, whether it be some military person um, or some occultist person or like a scientist person or a doctor. Um, it's like a, like a, and, and with the motives of a, a killing people intentionally, I believe it's like a, uh, uh, like a, a ritual or it's like a sacrifice that they offer enough to, to bail, you know, to the enemy to the enemies of God, you know, and it's like, hey, we did this for you. We, we're doing this for you, so now you do something for us, you know, like like a given excuse, dark, evil, sinister uh, relationship that opens up uh, demonic portals, it opens up demonic realms and enemies to move more freely. And we even see that, I believe, on a local level and city levels when you have a lot of, like, crime and death uh in your neighborhood, in your city and communities, you can just almost like feel it in the atmosphere. I had one family member who was he was living in in a city and they had like a lot of deaths and crime in the city and he he drove out of that city, he was traveling to another place and this other place was like a, a rural rural, small town. And he said like the whole that the, the spiritual, I don't know why I'm saying energy so much, but the spiritual atmosphere for him was just like totally different. Like it was like, um, like Isaiah chapter 60 says, Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 and 2, it talks about a gross darkness um, being over the earth and the darkness over the people. It's almost like dark, a darkness is like chilling the atmosphere. And when you have a lot of that in one area or one city, it's like a thick cloud. But then you can get to get into other areas where it's not like that. It's almost like like he was feeling like he said he actually felt a spiritual peace, and he and he um, was not really a very spiritual person. But he said he he felt something like that. It was uh, different, and that and that and I kind of already was uh, knew that. So that was kind of my understanding before I, I heard him say that or express that, you know. But um, it was it was interesting hearing somebody who who was not really spiritual or, or focused on the things that our father would have to focus on say that. And sometimes we it can be to where people are so so lost and deceived that they are in that darkness, and to them it's normal. It's normal. They they don't they can't see beyond it. So that's why a lot of people, some people are just quicker, they just want to be like that. But then there's other people who are in the, in that darkness and in that cloud that these globalists, these beliefs, ultimately really, even though I say them, 
that's really uh, Satan behind it all. Uh, she, she, they're blinded in that darkness. They think what they're doing is right, but it's uh, it's wrong, evil, and wicked. And that's why we we have to be in those communities uh, that says uh, be like a, a light on a hill, you know, to those people and to those communities. And it's easy, you know, to leave to leave them when be in your own place, in your own environment, in your own shelter. You know, those are that's easy. But uh, our Father, He He wants us to be amongst the people, so so that they can know, you know, the truth. Because some of those people, like I mentioned earlier, they're they're in that darkness, they're in a place where uh, they're trying to uh, control the population through death, and it creates these uh, atmospheres, and they have no idea. And it's almost like uh, in the Book of Nineveh, where. Uh, Jonah went there, and he wanted God to just destroy Nineveh. And he was mad because God did not uh, destroy him, destroy Nineveh. And, and Father God, he said, well, because uh, it's, it's people, I think he mentioned the animals was there, but he also said that uh, it's people there that don't know their left hand from their right hand. So I'm not sure if that meant, like, people who didn't have, like, spiritual understanding because they, that's how the, that's, they grew up and that's all they know. Or if it's uh, like we're talking about children, because you know children, they don't know. So either it could be or it could be a combination of both. You know, little children, they of course they don't know their left hand and right hand. They trying to are you trying to tell them to put up their shoe on the left, their the right foot or whatever the left foot, and they got they got them mixed up because they don't really know the difference at those ages. But then sometimes it's even like that in the spiritual where people don't know the difference like that. You know, sometimes we just want to say, be gone with everybody, you know, just like Jonah. And Jonah, he went under the tree after God saved and delivered Nineveh. He went out under the tree and pouted. And that's when God told him all those things. Like, hey, I, I, I didn't want to destroy them because there was people there that didn't, they didn't really know what was going on. So he wanted, Jonah wanted to, like, almost the population control to just wipe them all out. <laughs> um but we have the, the elites and all of them. They're trying to uh, do all these things to uh, do a uh, population control and saying the earth is overpopulated. But their their reason is because they it helps keep uh, a dark atmosphere and a dark environment in those particular communities and those particular nations and states. Whether you're in the United States, China, Costa Rica. Um, the UK or, or whatever, the Philippines, you know, Pakistan. He wants to keep those, the dark atmosphere, dark cloud. He does not want to lose one. Satan doesn't want to lose one, but as much as he doesn't want to lose one, our father, he doesn't want to lose one either. Even in the worst, as he's not willing to any should perish, you know. He doesn't want any of that. So it, it is our, our responsibility, our responsibility to let people know about the, like, well, why are why are people? Why are you talking about these vaccines? Why are you talking about the abortion or the Planned Parenthood and the war and all all these types of things? Well, it's our job to know to, to inform people so they would they can at least hear it. Maybe they won't believe it, you know. Maybe they won't, but maybe it might be some who will believe it, you know, who will understand um, the truth about what's going on and what they have planned. And maybe it might be actually. Some doctors and uh, 
leaders, you know, political leaders, they might think that they're doing a good thing, you know, because, oh, this is what I've been trained, this is what I've been told. It's probably, it's probably like, far few in between, but I believe it is some out there that they're doing that because they think that they're following the proper protocol, you know, but um, maybe it's true that they don't know either. That's why we need to uh, be divided in every every situation and every circumstance um, to help our fellow man. Oh, Dorothy, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, I just want to address the Roe v. Wade thing. And when okay. you stop and think, when you stop and think of the amount of blood going down the drains in these abortion clinics, running under the cities and towns, um, now that that's overturned, our land can actually, Father can heal, start healing our land. I mean, as long as that was going on, his hands were a little bit tied, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, um, that's another thing. We get in close to um, the uh, 4th of July. I wanted to talk, say something about America. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Because if you you can you if there's some if you have something in your life like some type of uh, span and it just goes not just uh, on a personal individual level but also on a uh, like a national level you know those things hinders the father from moving the way he wants to move and especially with with life, that's, I mean, Genesis chapter 1, that's the very first scripture. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the very first chapter, you know, and he say, hey, man, you created my image and likeness. You know, we have all these little children, you know, when when I heard about the, uh, the, the, uh, the Supreme Court overturned, it overturned that, you know, I was, I was happy, you know, I know people still want to have abortions. In my in my head, you know, I'm not saying this was anything spiritual, but I just heard like toddlers or babies. I just heard like they're, they're laughing, like a laughter or joy or whatever. Yeah, like yay, you know, because there's so many, so many. I think they said 63 million a year. Is that? I'm not sure if it was since Roe versus yeah. Wade or if it was a year. Was that a year? That's or? Every, oh. yeah, that's every year since Roe v. Wade because. <clears throat> Roe v. Wade, the way it was interpreted by the people in the legislatures, is not the way it was written. It, it was a bad law, just legally speaking. But the, the way they interpreted that is it was just a free-for-all for abortion all over the country. And there are people who actually think that Roe v. Wade enshrined the right to abortion in the Constitution, which is incorrect. <laughs> there is no right to kill your babies in the Constitution. It's just not there. But, yes, um, uh, yeah. but even, even getting that passed, I saw a movie. I wish I could have sent you that one. Um, 
how they did it, how they got it passed. And it was all lies. You know, a father is exposing a lot of things, and whistleblowers are coming forth. So when you look at how they did these things, and yes, it is $60 a year, and uh, it's horrifying. It's just horrifying. Yeah, that's sixty. And that's just million. in the state. Yes, that's not even worldwide, you know. And just thinking that within the states, the United States population is not a very large population. Um, compared to like China has like two, two, almost that China has almost two billion people, and I think India is like it has a one and a half billion people. United States is a large country compared to some, but we only have 300 million people, 350 million people. And just think, 663 million kids, <laughs> children killed a, a year. Like, that's like, and in two years, that's like a, 120. So that's almost like one-third of America's population <laughs> has been wiped out. Boom. Just like that. And that's only speaking. That's only speaking of uh, just in two years, two years, um, that that many people have been uh, killed. That many deaths. But you know what? One thing you always have, or me, I always try to take something positive out of it. You know, those all those children who lost their lives, even though our father's not very happy with it, they are in heaven. You know. So I'm, I'm very confident that, and not only that they are, but the ones that uh, have been mis- miscarried and all that, they are all up in heaven, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah. Um, I, but I want to say something about, but I'll talk about that next week because we like will be uh, with Focus Live. But next week I wanted to talk about how with, with how that relates to. Uh, well, one thing that was interesting is actually I was supposed to do this uh, this overpopulation last week, but then my phone overheated and I could not call in, I couldn't get in, and I had no idea that this was going to happen. Uh, I think it was Friday that they released the statement, so I was supposed to do this I think it was, on Monday, and I had no yeah, idea. Friday. I had no idea that uh, that um, they was going to do that. The Supreme Court, you know, that they would do that. But uh, it was uh, wonderful news when I heard it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, this can go along with what I was um, talking about related to my subject. But then the other one is going to be kind of connected also in a way I'm going to speak about next week. But um, I guess I will I will close in prayer. That's if you have something you want to add. That's all I can think of right now. Just, you know, I am excited about Roe versus Wade. You know, and and an abortion does does more than just kill a child and the future of that child. It harms women because, you know, like a miscarriage, a woman is really sent into a tizzy just because. You know, she's got all these hormones going to be pregnant, be a mother. And then when that baby yeah. is gone, it's the hormones 
stop rather abruptly. Um, and it really, there's a lot of emotional trauma and, you know, physical trauma. And notice they don't address that in the Planned Parenthood. Because I remember when I had my miscarriage, it was, um, <clears throat> I just kept crying for what seemed like no apparent reason. I don't know why I'm crying. I'm just crying, you know. And it's because of the hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Every every tear, um, man's teardrop is a different kind of teardrop. So he was not keeps it. This is a all of our emotions, you know, we get our a lot of our our emotions, you know, but we can feel father express them. But of course, our emotions sometimes be like the negative ones, you know, be really really open. But the tears, like something like that, is not is not that's well, let me go ahead and close close out with uh, a prayer. Um, Father, we thank you for your goodness, your grace, and mercy. We thank you for your direction, Father. Um, we ask, Father, Lord, for your wisdom. Um, Father, Lord, for what, what's going to happen next, Father, Lord, we don't know, Father. But um, guide us, Father, Lord, as individuals. Guide our nation, Father, Lord, to which next, Father, Lord. Um, all the protests and all that, Father Lord, uh, bring protection to your people, God Lord, calm down emotions. Um, we thank you, Father, for your grace, mercy, and your son, Father. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, well, I will see you. (laughs) Go ahead. I will see you next week. <laughs> All right. So we'll say good night. Have a blessed week, everyone. Father bless. <laughs>